ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast. I am your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Happy to be here. Yes, happy to be here. We're on episode 32 of the Grand Slam Podcast, man. A lot of cool stuff to discuss here tonight, man. You ready to get started? I am. Awesome. So the season is winding down. Look, I think um, the playoffs are going to start around the end of this month. I believe September 29th is when the playoffs are supposed to start. And it seems like they're kind of taking a page out of um, baseball. I'm not baseball, out of basketball and um, basketball and hockey's um, playbook by having like a bubble kind of atmosphere for the playoffs. They're going to have some central locations kind of set up. Um, for the American League, it's going to be in Los Angeles and San Diego. And then for the National League, it's going to be in Arlington, Texas. And in Houston, and you're going to have like your wild card round. You're going to have your division round. Now, they said the wild card round, they said, will be played in the home parks of the higher seeds. Then you're going to have your division series. And then, of course, you're going to have the World Series. So that's going to be played in Arlington. The World Series is going to be played there. And they're going to start quarantine player, players and everything, kind of getting everything kind of set up for the Set up for the playoffs. So this shortened season, we got the playoffs that's right around the corner. Um, any thoughts on the playoff format and them kind of doing like a bubble type thing to kind of uh, slow down on the travel and everything so not to be worrying about, you know, complications with the um, corona and everything? Any thoughts on that? So why didn't baseball just do that with the whole season? Exactly. I don't, I don't understand that. Because then Cause maybe... Been working for basketball, working for the other sports and everything, so I don't understand why they didn't do that from, from the jump. Because maybe, just maybe, that silly mess that happened with the Marlins almost destroying the season, maybe that wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe, just maybe. maybe. Maybe so. Very true. So, oh my God. This is this is the, uh, the oldest American sport, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. It is. And and they can't and, and they decide to let them play normally for the season, but when it comes to mm-hmm. the playoffs, oh, we're gonna put everybody in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. They they should have really did this from the jump, cause like you said, they probably wouldn't have had that whole incident with the Marlins if they had kind of gone to a bubble format, cause it's been working for the WNBA, it's been working for the NBA, worked for hockey. And I don't know why they didn't just do this from the beginning, but a shortened season and everything, just pick some locations and just have it from the get-go, not just all the way to the playoffs. So now we want to, you know, do a bubble format. Yeah, it makes no... <laughs> I don't, I, it don't make no sense. Like, it, really, it really doesn't make sense. When I was reading that, I said, why did y'all... Just like you were saying, why didn't they do this from the beginning of the season? Why are you waiting just to the playoffs? Now we want to put this format into place. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, uh, I, I, I guess they, I don't know. Okay, was this always the original plan, or did this kind of, did they kind of have a meeting about this and decide to do this, you know, as they got closer to the end of the season? I wonder. That's a good question because when they were first deciding about coming back, I heard about the possibility of them doing a bubble, but if they kind of nixed the idea, it seems. Was this, from, what, from what I understand, it seemed like something like uh, recently that they came up with. I mean, it could have been the plan, but who, from the way, from the notes that I picked up on, it seems like something like recently that they decided to do this. So. 
because I mean, let's say let's say if they did decide to do a bubble, um, mm-hmm. the whole season, they mm-hmm. could have they could have went to Houston because the Astros mm-hmm. play in a freak the Astro Dome, right? It is a dome. Mm-hmm. They could have mm-hmm. you know did something like that and everything where they was playing there and you know just had everybody all together in one spot but so you okay to cut down on travel quote unquote so you're gonna have the american league out in california in the national West, yeah and then you're gonna have the national league in 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 texas texas basically yeah mm-hmm. and, and then you go whoever wins um in the american league has to come to texas mm-hmm Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> pretty pretty much. <laughs> Once again, it's still it's it's still not making a hundred percent sense. But okay, no, it it, it really does. It's very, it's very confusing that they decided to go this route. I mean, I don't like I, I don't know who was in charge coming up with this, but it doesn't all make a whole lot of sense in the end, if you ask me. Yeah, I want to say we have to see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's gonna be interesting. I like how it's worked for other sports, but I don't think why didn't they do this from the beginning? Why? Why did they wait until now to play? Oh, now we want to do a book. Yeah, who knows? I mean, this is baseball. Who knows? So. <laughs> they, they, you know, they they have been slow to catch up with the times. You know, whatnot. a lot of things. Oh yeah, so mm-hmm. they have been. They like to be, you know. Stuck in the past, you know, a lot of old school mentality when it comes to a lot of things. It's like the stuff that they should have been stuck, you know, kind of, yeah, staying with the past, they change, but then Mm -hmm. stuff they should be with the current times. Ah, we'll wait. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a very backwards thinking when it comes to a lot of of stuff. Yeah. And when it comes to like these unwritten rules, they want to hold on so tight to like these unwritten rules and everything, stuff that they don't want to, you know, get past. But stuff like this, they don't want to seem to advance it anymore. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, they always want to be late to the table when it comes to stuff. Man. Yeah, but, um, yeah it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this whole playoff thing plays out. I think they got some extra teams in there, too. So it's going it's to be very interesting this postseason. Most definitely, and uh, we're going to talk about one of those teams. We'll say that for later. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say that for later, man. But yeah, it's going to be crazy. You're going to be having the baseball playoffs, World Series going on. You got football season going on. You got the NBA finals and everything going on. It's going to be a whole lot of stuff all <laughs> jumbled up together <laughs> at once to close out yeah. the year, man. It's going to be insane. Mm. And just imagine for the people who probably enjoy watching all of these sports and they have to like go flip flop back and forth between all of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Gotta have like multiple TVs, multiple screens and stuff. Shut up. I'm trying to watch everything. Like, all this stuff's gonna be going on all at the same time. This is, we'll nope, never see nothing like this again. This is craziness. <laughs> yeah, it really will be. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be interesting, definitely. But on to our next topic here tonight. We're going to, last episode, we talked about the MVP award in baseball. But today, we're going to talk about 
the Cy Young Award. The Cy Young Award is given annually to the best pitchers in Major League Baseball on both the American League side and the National League side. It was first introduced in 1956 by the commissioner at the time, Ford Frick, um, named after Hall of Fame pitcher Cy Young, who died in 1955. They said it was originally given to... um, given to like the um a single pitcher wasn't given to like pitchers in both leagues they gave it to um just one pitcher but they said in 1967 after the retirement of um frick they said the award was given to a pitcher from each league and it's yeah i, I, I didn't know that I, that was that was very interesting and let's see the first recipient of the cy young award was don newcomb of the dodgers um they said in 1957, Warren Sapin, he was the first left-handed pitcher to win the award. Um, in 1963, Sandy Koufax became the first pitcher to win the award on the unanimous vote. Let's see. Uh, 1978, uh, Gaylord Perry, he was the oldest pitcher to win the award at the time at 40 years old. And then Roger Clemens, he won the award in 2004 at 42 years old um let's see in 1974 mike marshall won the award becoming the first relief pitcher to win the award and in 1992 uh dennis eckersley he um won the award as a closer he won the award and then see eric garney in 2003 he was another reliever that won the award so yeah very interesting stuff here regarding the cy young award um any thoughts on the cy young award overall um, yeah, so my question, how how do you feel about them making that switch from it just being one single pitcher to a pitcher from both leagues getting it? I, fe- I found that very interesting because I, I really didn't know that. I just thought there was a war where they gave it to both um pitchers, pitchers from both leagues. That probably would make it a little more tough because you because. Each league, each league is a little different. The National League, they have their kind of style. American League has their kind of style. So they kind of really narrow it down to just one pitcher, like, overall. Cause we even talked about this, like, with the MVP award. Like, mm-hmm. should they give it to, like, one player instead of they giving it to somebody from the American League or the National League? I kind of like it because it kind of ex- ex- expands it a little bit more. It makes it a little more broader. Instead of just focusing solely on just one pitcher, it kind of expands a little more and gives it a little more options, I feel, by giving it to somebody from each league. You have the be- you have your best National League pitcher, your best American League pitcher. So I'm kind of glad that they went that route. But I had no idea that they were just giving it to a single single pitcher. Yeah. yeah it is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I mean... Um, uh, any seasons? Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say is it's it's kind of interesting because it is like i don't know how can you like really class it when you look at like the other sports um because is it i think we kind of had this discussion too when we talked about the mvp like mm-hmm. the Cy young award you know even that's strictly for pitchers but mm-hmm. if if you have a pitcher that's the best player in the league, you know, mm-hmm. you know, shouldn't you like, okay, that should be like the MVP or, you know, it, it's kind of interesting, like how they break that up because I mean, just to use like the NBA, you have your MVP, 
and then you have your defensive player award, you have mm-hmm. your six man mm-hmm. award, you know, and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. with baseball, because I mean, yeah, you have your gold gloves and and, and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I don't know, I just find it interesting like how the Cy Young Award fits into the grand scheme of things when it comes to baseball. It's always been very interesting to me. Even when I was a kid, I always kind of wanted like, because I always felt like, well, if you decide we're younger, wouldn't you should be like the MVP, really? So, I don't know. Yeah, and like I said, you had, they had this specific award that's solely for the pitchers. Because like I said, if you are the best player, you know, at your position, doesn't matter, you know, pitching, center field, whatever position, you should be the MVP. It's it's, it's, it's it's kind of, like I said, it's their own awards for the pitchers, but at the same time, I I'd be okay if they just you know were in the MVP, regular MVP conversation as well. They not to solely just you know have to rely on the Cy Young Award. That's like the only sport that has like one specific award for like one specific position. Yeah, that's like that's if they say, been, yeah, that, that's like a, that's almost like a, you know in in, uh, in football they say oh. Uh, for quarterbacks, we're gonna we're gonna name it um, the Johnny Unitas Award, you know. Yeah, you, you know, something like that. Solely just for the quarter, just for the quarterback position. Yeah, so I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of interesting how they do that. Mm-hmm. And like I got a list of some of the um, side, you know, they got some great players that have won the award. I mean, the most recent winners was uh, Justin Verlander in the American League. He won it with a 21-6 and record, 2.58 ERA, 300 strikeouts. Drake uh, DeGrom won in the National League with an 11-8 record, 2.43 ERA, 255 Strikeouts and Max Scherzer, he won it in both leagues. He won in the American League in 2013, 21 and 3 record, 2.90 ERA, 240 strikeouts, and he won back to back in the National League for the Nets in let's see, 2016 and 2017. 2016, he was 20 and 7 with a 2.96 ERA, 284 strikeouts, and then he was 16 and 6. With a 2.51 ERA with 268 strikeouts when he won it in 2007. He's got three um, Cy Young Awards. But um, any specific performances or anything that like stood out to you like from Cy Young winners? Any thoughts well, on like, Max winning it three times in both leagues or anything? Or? Well, I know that that uh, Dwight Gooden, when he won it mm-hmm. in 85, mm-hmm. that is still looked at as like, one of the best, you know, seasons for a pitcher of all time because he oh yeah look at, look, look at his era he was 24 and 4 with a yeah. 1.53 era that's yeah. crazy and wow. you know it, it, it just it, it's sad because we know what his career what happened you know oh in yeah. regards to him you know drugs and everything mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that you you can't take away the the raw talent that he had or what? Oh, not at all. He was a very good talent. Yeah, very good. And, I, and then when you get to the '90s, it's kind of funny when you look at, um, you know, you got Tom Glavin, you got Greg Maddox. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, Maddox won it back to back. He won it. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won four years in a row. Four years in a row. You know, he got one person winning four years in a row. So, but you got a lot. That's of, wild. 
But I mean, the big three in Atlanta, they they all won it. They all won it, yeah, very true. So, I mean, how many times do you have a picking stuff? We got all three. You got three guys winning the Cy Young Award. That, that tells you how deep your picking is. And the fact that Maddox won it, and it was crazy about it. He won it with two different teams back to back. He won it with the with the Cubs in '92. Then he comes to Atlanta in '93, mm-hmm. wins it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Barry Bob with the MVP. He won MVP yeah. with the Pirates, and he came over to the Giants and won MVP, multiple MVPs there too. And then freaking Pedro sneaks in there in '97. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he got one. But I he found got a good ERA. He had a, a one point nine ERA. He was seventeen and eight that season with three hundred and five strikeouts. But I find it funny that Randy Johnson. Yeah, okay, he did. He did win it. Yeah, he, he won. won. He won it in both leagues too. Yeah. Yeah. He won it multiple years. He got let's see, one, two, three. He got four of them too. From ninety nine up until that two thousand and two. He won it. Yeah, with the Diamondbacks. But then he, he won his first one in ninety five, uh, with the Mariners. So he got five. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, so it's Yeah, okay, I see now I got you, got you. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Um It really is, yeah. I mean that's that's the one multiple Cy Young Awards. That's that's but, wow. And in, and in both leagues, too. Yeah. But looking at that, I mean, just when you look at that, that 90s group with the National League, like I say, Glavin, Maddox, Smokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maddox won it four times. Glavin won it twice. Smokes won it once. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I, yeah I, I'm pretty sure. Well, because I, I always, I mean, when we talked about it on that um, Atlanta uh, Braves episode, even though Maddox, you know, he had like the, a lot of the the stat line or whatnot, but I always felt that Glavin mm-hmm. was the true number one. Oh or, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh yeah. But, but I mean, I don't think we we'll ever see that again with anybody. No. Oh no. Mm-mm, I don't. I don't think so. That was like a once in a lifetime type of thing. Yeah, they just, they just had they just had a real special thing. It's like you had you had number ones. It's like you you never. Yeah, you had anything. three number one aces on on your pitching staff there. Like I said, you just sell out that number four guy. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but anybody, yeah. but, 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 but man, you out there pitching, man? With, with that yeah, yeah, it's like right. Hey, now we turn it over to Glavin, Smoltz, and Maddox. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you know the three of them. You get cropped out of the picture, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. Big time. <laughs> How do you feel? Like, so we had some relief pitchers winning it. How do you feel about a relief pitcher like winning the Cy Young Award? Because obviously That's... they're not pitching a regular amount of games. They come out the bullpen and they pitch an inning or two. You think you okay with like a relief pitcher getting that award? No. No, no, I'm not. No, like really, like how? <laughs> like you say, I mean, they they come out there just to save the game. It's like, mm-hmm. huh. I mean, unless you want to give them their own award, but I don't think a, I don't think a closer or a relief pitcher should win the award, especially if they're not starting the game because, like you say, they just coming in to, just either hang on, you know, to. To maintain the lead in a way, you know, get the game over with. Mm-hmm. They're the closer, so yeah, yeah they don't, they don't play the same amount. No, they don't. You got this guy Steve uh, Bistrosian, um, who won it in 1987. 
with a five and three record, two point eight three ERA and forty saves. They should have a if they're gonna give them an award, they should have a separate like award for like bullpen people. They shouldn't get the Cy Young award because you're not pitching the same amount of games and stuff or amount of innings that a regular starter is doing. You're coming in and pitching an inning, two possibly tops. They shouldn't be winning the Cy Young award. I'm sorry. Exactly. I mean, let's see. Has um, has Mariano Rivera won? No. Think so? I don't see no, his name no, on him. No, he didn't. So you trying to tell me <laughs> that this dude he could win the award, but the the quote unquote probably the greatest closer of all time. If he can't win it, then how the hell did this dude the, win it? It's, 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 it's exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. I, I, I disagree with that. They should have their own separate category. If you want to have people award for them. And cool, but for the Cy Young, it should be for the regular starting pitchers. Oh, and also too, uh, one last thing. Uh, I know we talked about Dwight Gooden, his eighty-five, uh, but Roger Clemens eighty-six when he won in eighty-six. That his and it's funny. Yeah. 20, he was twenty-four and four too. So mm-hmm, yeah, two point four eight ERA, two hundred thirty-eight strikeouts. Yeah, that was that was a good season, season two. I mean, I think it was. I think it is the '86. You know, that's when he used to, when he would wear the Ninja Turtle uh, shoelaces, and oh, and I think that's the same season when he cursed out the <laughs> the umpire. <laughs> what I think it was that season. I got. I got to look. I don't, I don't know if it. It might be on YouTube. It could be. It could very well be. Yeah, it might be on YouTube where he's there. You can see. You knew exactly what he was <laughs> saying to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I might have to look that up to see. Yeah, that's crazy. Like I said, these are, like I said, you got some of the legends in the game. Like I said, you got uh, Glavin, Smokes, Maddox, you know, Pedro, Randy Johnson, Clemens, you know, some all this, like some of the big time pitchers that won the award at least once, if not some winning it, winning it multiple times. Yeah. Mm hmm. But yeah, but yeah, I, I still, still don't understand why they would be giving it to some of the relief pitchers. That, 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 that's just crazy. I'm, I'm sorry. They, they, you, can't, you can't do that. Yeah. Maybe, I guess that's probably why they kind of stopped. They probably realized, yeah, I don't know if a relief pitcher should be getting it. Mm hmm. Very true. Very true. And I think, I think Max, I think, he, I think it was 20, was it 2018? I think it was 2018. I think he got robbed. I think he should have won it that year. That was the year he had the 300 stroke. I think that was his 300 strikeout season. Hmm. He should have won it that He lost to the Grom uh, that season. He got robbed that season. He should have won it that, that year, too. I guess, they, I guess he said he'd won two in a row. I guess they said, you know, we could give it to somebody else. But he was really good that season, too. 20, yeah, it was 2018, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else on the Cy Young Award? No, that's pretty much it. I'm trying to think. Is there anybody that didn't like? I'm trying to think of any like really good pitchers that didn't win a Cy Young award. I'm trying to think. I can't think of nobody off the top of my head. You think of anybody that you don't thought should have won a Cy Young? Um, hmm. that's that's a good question. Well, I know they weren't gonna give it to your boy, uh, Mister Mister Perfect Game. He, he wasn't going to win. Oh, yeah, Mr. 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 Dave O'Dave. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
SNL party. <laughs> yeah, cigarettes and freaking vodka. Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that, that part, I know about him being drunk and everything, but I didn't know he was, you know, hanging out with uh, different Allen and uh, Seth Myers. I don't know he's so out talking about it and everything. That's, that's, that's crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And out there, we had the best game of his life. <laughs> you know, I'm living his best life, man. Living uh, his best life. Yeah. So it's a perfect game, but like, he's hammered, man. Mm. <laughs> He should have been drunk more often. Oh, yeah, well, probably so. Oh, <laughs> oh, perfect game. Perfect game, no hitter. Oh, yeah. Definitely. The only person I can think of, one of my favorites, used to play with the Orioles back in the day, and of course with the Yankees, uh, Mike Messina. He had some good seasons. Surprised he didn't win at least one. Hmm. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. They should have won a side, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, look at, the, look at who he played on. A, around like what are the great pitches that he played? Yeah, that's so, that's that's that's. Right. He came up in that era, but like I said, with the um, with some very good pitches, Pedro Martinez and the Matic. He came up in an era with like like strong pitching, so I can kind of see that. Cause like I mean, think about it like now. I mean, outside of Max and um, what's 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 the other dude? The one that's with the Yankees or uh, with Cole. Oh yeah, yeah, Cole, yeah, Garrett Cole. Um, I mean, outside of like them, really, who would you say? I mean, well, I, I should say like this era of pitching isn't mm-hmm. what we grew up watching. Oh no, it's it's totally different. Cause I mean, those dudes in the nineties, I mean, they were they were they were legit. Like, oh yeah, they they were top class and the fact that that is quote unquote the steroid era you had these great pitchers that were probably putting down a lot of these guys that was on steroids so yeah that, that's very true and I mean just, that's the Braves pitching staff alone just that staff right there mm-hmm. then you add in a Roger Clemens you add in a Randy Johnson you add in a Pedro Martinez I mean that was like some like the golden age of pitching that's like some of your top tier like Hall of Fame pitchers right there And then, I mean, you have Roger Clemens pre-steroids, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you can't take I mean, I look at him and Barry Bonds the same way. You can't take away what they did when they were not on the juice. No, not at all. And they, didn't, all. they didn't need to do it, but they, they had that vanity thing about them that they, I don't know. But So mm-hmm. now, they, now they're not remembered how they really should be remembered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. But like, I don't know. That was like I said. I don't think we'll ever see like I said like in that nineties that era when we saw all those different pictures. I don't think we'll ever see that. That was like a really strong group of pictures during that time period. Yeah, you you're not gonna see a a, a damn near seven footer out there throwing ninety nine miles an hour left handed. No, oh 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 God, no. mm. hitting birds. I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I'll, I'll I'll never forget that man. That that was a moment right there. <laughs> that incident. That poor poor bird. Yeah. <laughs> wrong place, wrong time. He shouldn't been flying. He shouldn't been flying. Looking out for them fastballs. Exactly. Exactly. 
But um, any other thoughts on the Cy Young? Anything else? Any other thoughts or anything? No, no, no. That's it. That's it. Okay, cool. All right, so let's go to the standings before we wrap up here. Like I said, the season is winding down, so we're getting to the, the nitty-gritty, basically, you know, pulling up these divisions and everything. So let's head over to the American League East. You got the Rays on top at 36-19, and 19, followed by the Yankees, Red, I'm not Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays, Orioles, and Red Sox. Red Sox at the bottom. Uh, thoughts on that division? Well, it looks like a reverse of last season, even though, of course, this is mm-hmm. a short season, but it looked like the Rays, you know, they did what they were supposed to do this season, and all signs are pointing to where they're going to... Uh, talk about sneeze. Um, they're um, basically, you know, going to lock their division down, unlike what they did last year, where they kind of fell apart. To some degree, mm-hmm. so they started off real strong, and then, like you said, it just fell apart. And didn't didn't come through. It looked like they they got it pretty much on lock right now. I think with them Yankees, they had a lot of injuries because Judge was hurt, Stanton was hurt. They had some injuries, yep. so that kind of set them back too. So yeah, good, good, good for the Rays. And on to the AL Central, you got the White Sox on top of that division, followed by the Twins, Indians, Tigers, and the Royals. What's on that one? I mean, the Twins look like, I mean, how many games is left in the season? Uh, I got like another week or so, because they said the playoffs start on the 29th, I believe. So about another, like, week or so to go. So, I mean, anything could happen with that one, one half game back with the Twins and the White Sox. So, that's probably going to be something to watch in this last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's going to go, that's going to go down, that's going to go down to the wire, you know, see who wins that division. Like, it's like neck and neck, like, <laughs> like super close. So, that's going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on. And over to the AL West, you got the Athletics on top of that division, followed by the Astros, Mariners, Angels, and the Rangers. Thoughts on that one? Uh, Billy Bean team is, is going to, you know, they play in their money ball, so they got the West locked down. Mm-hmm, pretty much. Angels got to get it together, man. I mean, they got Mike Trout over there. They got Anthony Rendon. <laughs> they got all these guys, but they never, never see the transition to any, like, you know, playoff or postseason success. Albert Pujols is still over there. He's still hitting the ball well, so... I don't know what's going on over there, man. They 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 they, they got to do better than that. They 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 should be contended for this division as well. Yeah, well, maybe next season. Yeah, maybe so. Now over to the National League, NL East. You got the Braves on top. I think they said if they win tonight, they can clinch this division. And followed by the Marlins, Phillies, Mets, and the Nationals at the bottom. Uh, thoughts on this one? Um, I guess nineteen and thirty-one was not such a good thing for your boys this year. So. No, it it really wasn't. <laughs> and I'll say it once, I'll say it again. They missed the bat of Anthony Rendon. That was a very big gaping hole. Because at least when Bryce Harper left, you had Juan Soto that you could fill in. You got a rising potential star. When Anthony Rendon left, we really didn't have anybody. They had this Caribbean guy who they were bringing up. They think he was going to fill the void. And a couple other people they thought they were going to kind of plug in. But nope. But they were not, you know, Anthony Rendon. So that left a big gaping hole in the field and at the plate. And I think that's one of the things. Plus, they had some injuries. You know, Strasburg was hurt. Adam Eaton was hurt. They've had some injuries. Howie Kendrick, you know, one of their clutch players. So 
I'm glad they got the World Series last last year when they did. Yeah, but uh, the 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 real thing about this division sitting at mm-hmm. number two. Uh huh, your boys. <laughs> My boys. Um, the, the the good old Miami Marlins, the, the the team that almost ruined this short season. Yes, yes, <laughs> and everything. But but they're they're gonna make the playoffs. And yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. And who, who you never know what might happen. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be funny though if we got the Marlins versus the Rays in the World Series? <laughs> That's a very possibility. The way 2020 is oh, gone, God. it would not surprise me. Expect the unexpected. You have oh, Rays, Marlins, World Series, oh, all Florida World oh, Series. My God. Oh my God. That, now, now that, that would be something. And like I say, I. I would, and like we was talking about before we started the show, I can't tell you one person who actually plays for the Marlins. Me either. Not one. Normally, at least with, you know, most of the teams, I can name it maybe at least, you know, one, two players off the team or somebody, but I, I can't name you not one player on that team. The only person I know is Derek Peters in the front office. That's exactly. All that's I, it. Oh, that's it. That, I, I, I have no clue. I can't name you a pitcher. No, nobody. No, good. I probably couldn't pick them dudes out of a lineup. So, yeah. Like, like, who was that? Who, who was, who were these guys? <laughs> this is almost like, like some random guy that just throwing them out there. Is, I'll go out there, y'all. I'll play some ball. Is this is is this major league? Is this the movie major? League? Is that what it says? A bunch of no name, just a motley crew. A bunch of, bunch of no name guys. Yes, it, it feels like that, man. Freaking motley crew of guys. Is that what this is? Oh. A random group of guys, man. No. Crazy, crazy. Now on to the NL Central. You got the Cubs on top of that division, followed by the Cardinals, Reds, Brewers, and the Pirates. Thoughts on this thing? Uh, the Cubs got this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, they 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 got they got that one on lock. They definitely definitely do. And last but not least, you got the NL West. You got the Dodgers, followed by the. Padres, Giants, Rockies, and the Diamondbacks. Thoughts on that? Um, magic team. They, I mean, they they got this division, but it's not so much about what about winning the divisions. What will that transition to postseason be like? That's 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 the key. There's been plenty of times where the Dodgers have had. Them. Best record and they're playing such good ball and everything. Everybody's all oh, they're going to the World Series, and that same regular season success doesn't transition to the playoffs. You called it last year when they were playing the Nationals in the first round of the playoffs. You called it. You said that they were going to lose, and lo and behold, <laughs> look what happened. Because okay, so what what was the last time a hundred play? I know, of course, this season is short season, but just look at it their win-loss record and kind of equating that if it was 162 games, they probably would be like a 100-something game winner, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When was the last time a 100-plus game winning team went to the World Series and won the World Series? It's been a while. I mean, I, in, like, in recent memory, I can't think of nobody yeah. that's done it. So, 
So it's, it's 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 interesting, like how a team can like go like just basically run all through the regular season like that, and mm-hmm. then it comes to the postseason. Mm-hmm. Ah, I forgot how to play. Hmm. Oh yeah, we've seen that many a times. The teams look really good in the regular season. You know, they getting all these wins, doing all this different stuff, hitting all these home runs, and pitching really good. And then the postseason comes around, it's like night and day. They're like a totally different team. Yeah. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's always it's only baseball that this happened with, really. Where you know mm-hmm. a team that plays really good throughout the regular season, and then they get to the postseason, it's just oh, I don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah, the pitch, I forgot to swing. The transition over. Yeah, <laughs> they they forget what was working in the regular season once the playoffs rolled around. The playoffs. It's always a different monster. It's always a different animal. But it seems like they can't. That same success the world was working during the regular season doesn't seem to be carrying over once the postseason starts. Because, I mean, like like with with football, um, you, you kind of always know, like, your best teams are generally going to be there towards the end. But then, of course, there's always that, that random 8-18 eight team that squeaked in or that 9-7 team that squeaked in that go on a Playoff run, looking at you, Giants twice. Yeah, we're going to see the Giants, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or the, the Ravens. You know, when when they yeah. won in two thousand, you know, what not mm-hmm. squeaking in and just going to run like that. But for mm-hmm. the most part, mm-hmm. it's always the top teams that you know go deep into the playoffs and then oh, yeah. eventually go to the World Series. I mean, um, go to the Super Bowl. And then mm-hmm. with the NBA, kind of the same thing. You you rarely get like a lord in a three seed you know in the nba finals it's rare yeah, exactly you know yeah it's, it's, it's very rare you get your top tier team you get your lakers when they were you know when they're peak golden state um the bulls during their time yeah. the celtics you no know, back in the day. it's always those you know those top tier teams never like the low seed like some you know eighth seed or seventh seed that comes in like Runs through the playoffs and gets all the way to the finals. You, you, you don't you don't see that in basketball. No, because it's, it's like the top teams always find a way to get there. It's never some. Mm-hmm. some it, it, it's not like college, you know, some Cinderella darling and you know, darling blowing yeah, up yeah, people's yeah, brackets. You know, runs through like you know, like in college basketball, like when you know George Mason went to the finals mm-hmm. for that time. Like, like who's like, who's George Mason? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you, yeah, you, you just don't you just don't don't see that. You really don't. But with baseball, like I say, the, it, it seems to be the opposite where the, the team with the, the best record gets to the doesn't get to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Like, how many times people, you know, I remember they were hyping up the Dodgers. Oh, the Dodgers, they're going to be so good and won all these games and everything and get to the postseason and they flop. Yep. So <laughs> Crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, so some of the scores of the games right now. Let's see. There was um Nationals and Philly. They had like a double hitter earlier. They won the first game five to one. They're tied up six six in the bottom of the seventh now with the Phillies. Uh, top of the tenth, uh, all tied up between the White Sox and Indians. It's one one. Yankees and Blue Jays in the end of the um end of the seventh. Yankees are up seven to one in that one. Brewers and Reds. Brewers are up 3 2 at the end of the eighth. Uh, Pirates are shutting out the Cubs right now, 2 nothing at the bottom of the sixth. Uh, the Mets are up 2 1 on the Rays at the end of the fifth. 
Braves and Marlins are playing right now. Marlins are losing. Braves are up four to one at the bottom of the six. Red Sox are beating the Orioles four to one. Bottom of the four. Twins, uh, Tigers. Twins are up two one. Bottom of the four. Top of the third. Cardinals and Royals. Cardinals are up three nothing. And then later on tonight, you got Astros, Mariners, Rangers, Diamondbacks, Angels, Padres, Athletics, Dodgers, and then Rockies and Giants. Um, any thoughts on those games? Any thoughts on those scores or anything? Uh, I mean, a lot of these games are pretty – some of them, for the most part, are relatively close. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it, it's kind of getting to the point, I don't think, especially with how this season is, I don't think – going into the postseason you will see too many teams like trying to really push or anything you know what i mean i mm-hmm. think everyone's pretty much gonna stay pat no one's gonna like oh i gotta go on this serious type run or anything i, I think everybody's just trying to get out of the season and mm-hmm. you know teams that know they're not going to the playoffs it's just like okay if we you know we'll play but if we get down we're not going to try to go overboard and things like okay we're just going through the last week of the season so i don't i this is like one of those seasons where you won't see like a a big push towards the end i don't think mm-hmm. and we've gotten away too from those like high school games, like those first couple of weeks oh, yeah, of the season of course, where yeah. you see you see like these like football scores with some of these teams. like what's going on here we playing baseball we're playing football out here oh man but yeah, like so with the short season and everything, and the playoff format, and the, but it's going it's gonna be a make for a very interesting postseason, I feel. And and remember, if we get Marlins and uh, Rays in the World Series, who said it first? <laughs> say it again. You broke up this. No, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying. Just remember, if we do get Marlins and Rays in the World Series, remember who said it first. That's right. <laughs> exactly. You heard it right here first on the Grand Slam podcast. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh man, good stuff. Uh, anything else, man? Before we get up out of here? No, that's pretty much it. Uh, I mean, I learned something new about the Cy Young Award, which I I, I like that. So yeah, I had like I said, I had no idea that they you know just gave it to just one pitcher, and you know now they're giving it to you know pitchers out of both leagues. That's interesting. That's one of the things. It's we've always learned something new here on this show about players and awards and different stuff we always learn something so that's something we learn learn on this week's episode mm-hmm. so jay anything you'd like to plug sir before we close up this show uh yeah so uh of course i'm still doing a 70s movie month um, on the podcast over on movie talk uh, of course up right now is episode 175 where i did the movie um dirty mary crazy larry which that was a crazy watch um, and everything. Uh, and then the newest episode that'll be up after this episode um, is episode 176, where I'll be doing the kind of action adventure movie-ish uh, called The Deep from 1977, which starred uh, Nick Doty, uh, Jacqueline Bissett, uh, Louis Gossett Jr., and Robert Shaw um, and everything, which I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. From beginning to end, I've never actually seen it, but I have seen like bits and pieces of it. So this is going to be like a first watch, um, essentially. So I am looking forward to that one. So that's what you can check out with me over on Movie Talk, and of course 
Follow me on the Twitter at JMovieTalk. Oh, my personal page, the J Giles, as well. Awesome. <clears throat> Sounds good, man. Sounds good. As far as I'm concerned, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at MoneymakerChris, as well as Instagram, BCSportsFan23. Check out my website, thecashinexperience.com. Everything's on there, blog, products, you name it. Anything that I have going on, you can find there. On the website, I'm working on my picks for week three. I'll probably have those out by tomorrow. Um, I did good last week. I went 11 and 5. And then my friend Karen was on there. She did went 13 and 3. So shouts out to her. But yeah, the cashinexperience.com. Check it out. Jay, any last words, my friend, for this episode? Um. Looking forward to see how this uh, quote-unquote bubble looks like for the playoffs. Yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. It's gonna make for it's gonna make for good TV. So we'll see how this works out for baseball. But yeah, man, that's that's all I got. You guys take care as always. Be safe out there, and we will see you in two weeks. Peace out. Peace.